You're listening to Athleisure Kitchen, where you'll get the inside scoop with those in the culinary world from celebrity chefs, food personalities, restaurateurs, and more. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith of Athleisure Mag, so set an extra plate as we chat all things culinary. On today's episode of Athleisure Kitchen, we head to the offices of Italy in Flatiron to talk with Dino Bori, VP of Global Partnerships at one of our favorite culinary destinations that allows patrons to shop the marketplace, enjoy an array of eateries within this location, and to learn more about Italian foods. Today's podcast episode kicks off with an introduction by Dino and continues with his discussion on the history and importance of the Italian aperitivo, as well as discussing the extensive biodiversity of foods that are available in Italy and can be purchased at Italy. I'm Dino Borri, I'm uh, I'm, uh, Italy Global Partnership uh, uh, Vice President, you know, Italy was born in Torino in 2007 and now we have almost 40 locations worldwide, six uh, in North America, we are going to open soon in Toronto, next year in Dallas and then uh, a new one in the other coast and uh, you know, Italy is a place where you can learn, eat and buy the best Italian food, but not only, also local food where you go. And uh, I hope that you come enjoy our food, our products, and all the story behind the producer. As I say all the time, Italy is a, Italy is a kind of gallery where the producer are the artists and the products are the piece of art. If you love the food, come and enjoy Italy. So I am excited to talk about the Italian aperitivo. Yep. So what can you what can you tell us about the history of it? You know, it's uh, pretty interesting mm-hmm. because you know the real story of the name aperitivo, where it was born, mm-hmm. was born where Italy was born in Torino. Torino oh. is our first location that mm-hmm. uh, you can see here. And uh, who invented the aperitivo? The traditional aperitivo is Mr. Carpano, mm-hmm. who created Carpano, the vermouth, mm-hmm. which is pretty familiar yep. in every cocktail. And wow. the funny thing is, the first Italy in Torino is where the original Carpano factory was. Really? For, wow. thir- for almost 30 years, mm-hmm. this factory was dismissed, mm-hmm. and uh, we took it in 2005. And we restored it for two years. In 2007, we opened the first Italy. And that is where wow. the traditional aperitivo was born in Torino, the name of aperitivo, because it was the vermouth. The, the vermouth, you know, is a mix of exactly. white wine with almost 30, 35 different herbs. And the Carpano was the first one to invent it. Wow. Yeah. That is a funny story because there is a connection between right what Italy, where Italy was born mm-hmm. and, and the aperitivo. The aperitivo traditionally was born in Piemonte, in Torino, as I say, because Torino was very, very famous and still now for the cafe. Mm-hmm. Cafe for us is not only coffee, but a place where you go during the day mm-hmm. and uh, at night after work, usually between 8, 7 to 9 p.m., mm-hmm. the people are going there and after work, they used to drink something before mm-hmm. dinner. Mm-hmm. This was the traditional and still now the aperitivo because, you know, the difference is as when we finish, we really don't go mm-hmm. like Italian to go directly 
to dinner or whatever or and usually you know the Italian used to eat more home yep. but they prefer like to mm-hmm. go out and have like a something alcoholic uh, wow. to drink. So is there a classic aperitivo drink? Yeah, classic aperitivo in the past was the vermouth, but right. now, you know, aperitivo spread out all over Italia, all over Europe and all over the world, mm-hmm. the US, and now there are someone that's prefer to drink some simple wine, mm-hmm. some cocktail, and some even an alcoholic uh, products, because, mm. you know, sometimes the aperitivo is, uh, is more like to drink, have a little bite mm-hmm. with a different kind of stuff. Usually, you know, for us it's more like cheeses, uh, ham, uh, olives, uh, and uh, some cr- some uh, bread or focaccia. It's depending which in which region you are, but it's not a dinner. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were trying even uh, in Italy to repropose that. Mm-hmm. More, uh, you know, like uh, if you see Flatiron, we have like uh, uh, Serra Fiorita yep. on the rooftop mm-hmm. where there is a classic restaurant, but there is a space where you can have uh, a glass of wine, mm-hmm. a spritz that yep. became very popular, mm-hmm. but we create also like a different color spritz with a different uh, vermouth and different other ingredients, or a simple glass of wine. Mm-hmm. You know, the Italians drinks a lot of sparkling wine. Right. You know, not only Prosecco, but in Italia there are so many different kind of uh, sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Italia was very famous for, uh, is very famous for uh, the sparkling wine, and that is something that's compared to other, uh, uh, let's say, nation we like to drink mm. most during the summer, you know. Right. Aperitivo is a little bit different during the summer because in Italia you can eat outside, you know, exactly. there is not the restriction that uh, you cannot consume alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, the people can go there, mm-hmm. stand, walking, usually, you know, you have this cafe mm-hmm. where in the morning you go for breakfast. Right. At, uh, at din- before dinner you go there and there is a wine list, cocktail list, you drink, the friend that's coming is mm-hmm. more like a place to chat a little bit and then everybody, they go home. Wow, I, I love that. But in comparison to like here in America, so it's not a happy hour. It is a separate, distinct yeah. middle meal of sorts. Yeah, but it's not really a meal. It's more like uh, something that, you know, is uh, was, uh, was and is like a place uh, to meet people, exactly. you know, wow. usually the people say, let's go for an aperitivo, let's mm-hmm. meet for an, an aperitivo. When you meet for an aperitivo, you spend one hour, one and a half hour drinking something, mm-hmm. have a little bite. Then you decide or to go home or to go out for uh, for dinner. Wow. Even, you know, usually in Italia we don't eat uh, uh, early around mm-hmm. 8, 39 and also again it depends where you are if you are in the south you go to eat a little later if you mm-hmm. are in the north it depends if it's summer and if it's uh, you know I just came back from vacation in Italy mm-hmm. and you know you like to do aperitivo because sometimes you know you don't want to host uh, so many people for dinner but you invite people they, and you bring wine prosciutto mm-hmm. salame some different kind of cheese and the people are there they chat mm-hmm. and then after that if someone is still hungry maybe you cook something or you go out uh, for having a dinner. Wow, I love it. It's very relaxed. It's yeah, just kind of, yeah. wow, very interesting. Yeah. So here in Italy, what would you suggest that someone gets when they want to enjoy the aperitivo? Uh, we have uh, so many options for the aperitivo. You know, every location is a little bit different mm-hmm. than we have in US. And also, you know, every city has a different needs, but even the same location in New York, you know, as I say, the one at Flatiron, we have the rooftop, rooftop we have the square, the piazza, mm-hmm. we call piazza because 
there we want to really recreate the feeling of the Italian square mm -hmm. where you go only to grab some cheese, some prosciutto and a glass of wine or a cocktail. Downtown we created the same at the yeah. entrance and at Flatiron if you go upstairs during the summer you mm -hmm. can see and now we dedicate it to all, as I said before, all the, the different spritz from violet to white, uh, the classic one that is yellow, mm -hmm. the pink, you know, we have more than eight. In LA that is always uh, beautiful, right. we have a beautiful patio, the name is uh, mm. Terra mm -hmm. and there we do every three months like a team, different teams, you know, wow. sometimes uh, is, uh, in January we did like uh, all dedicated to the Italian Trento Doc who mm -hmm. is the sparkling wine from the north, then we did for again for the spritz, then sometimes you know when it's a little bit colder we mm -hmm. also do with red wine even if it's not uh, uh, typical but the people love you know like to recreate all of this the same we are doing uh, in Boston right now mm -hmm. in the little square that we have in front of Boston mm -hmm. in Chicago uh, as well but in Chicago we don't have uh, an outdoor space yeah. uh, in Vegas uh, mm -hmm. the same uh, unfortunately wow. now in Vegas to be outside is too hot yeah <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's like 110 yeah. degrees <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what uh, what uh, we are uh, what we are doing, and they say, and the beauty of Italy that you know you can come drink, mm -hmm. but if you want to do the same home, yep. you can buy all the stuff, all the wow. ingredients there, mm -hmm. and bring wine and food home to recreate your perfect aperitivo. Wow! Yeah. So, what do you suggest in terms of like the charcuterie board to pair with that if you're having yeah. it at home? You know, we have uh, something that is pretty unique that's only Italy has. For example, we have uh, five different kind of prosciutto. That is something also nice for us, your friend, and say which one you prefer. Mm -hmm. We have like from the classic Parma in San Daniele, but the prosciutto Toscano, the Carpegna that is a brand new, just arrived in US, and another one from Modena. Or if you want to have something a little bit more expensive, we have the Culatello. Culatello is the best part of the leg of the pork. Wow. This is considered the king of the salumi in Italia. Mm. You know, this is unique and this is perfect to compare with a sparkling wine. Mm. And also we like to put different kind of olives, you know, from the north in Liguria you can have the Tajasca olives and then you go in the south you can have all the other one and of course cheeses. Mm -hmm. You know, I like in this moment all the buffalo alternative cheeses. Mm -hmm. You know, usually the people know the mozzarella di bufala, yes. but there are so many other buffalo milk cheeses. Wow. And also we have all the sheep, goat, and classic one. You know, Italy has more than 300 different kind of cheese. Wow. I can suggest some, but I think the beauty <laughs> is to come and talk to our cheesemonger, mm -hmm. and every time that you have someone home, ask for a different yep. one, you know, from the blue to the fresh one. That's amazing. Do you guys offer classes to teach people about, like yeah. you said, the cheeses and, and the wines and different yeah. things like that? Absolutely. All our head of every department, they host uh, classes mm -hmm. in every store we have a room a class where we host we pair wine we pair cocktail and we explain about our products not only cheeses salumi wine or cocktail but we do for pasta mm -hmm. we do for uh, for meat for everything that we have one important part of our of uh, Italy concept is mm -hmm. the learning part right you know our payoff is eat shop learn mm -hmm. because you know 
food is important, but uh, we need to know what we put in our body. Absolutely. We are what we eat, and we want to teach our customer why the good food is better for us. And mm-hmm. not only to the adult, let's say, but mm-hmm. we also have uh, every day the kids are coming, uh, you know, not during the summer when they are not at school, but mm-hmm. during the winter, every day they are coming. And we have uh, uh, people in every store that uh, do like a tour, mm-hmm. talking about the seasonality of the products, yep. uh, the origin of the products. That is nice uh, because wow. uh, it's something uh, curious to do and uh, good to do. That's very cool. So what are your three favorite dishes when you're in Italy eating that you'd like to share with us? You know, I what I what I always like to say that I didn't discover my favorite yet because there are so many <laughs> good ones that I didn't mm-hmm. taste it yet. But of course, you know, like uh, like uh, to be an Italian, I, I love... Uh, when I go in Italia, I love again to discover a new stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a really like cheese person, mm-hmm. and uh, you know because the cheese uh, are uh, and the people who make cheese, uh, they are in contact with the animal. They touch the right. animal every day, and uh, it's amazing how from uh, a product that mm-hmm. is a milk, you mm-hmm. can create so many different kind of product. Uh, those are the stuff that I like. Of course, I like. Uh, uh, the dishes, you know, the pasta mm-hmm. is uh, for the Italian is uh, is something cool and unique. And again, there are so many different cuts of mm-hmm. pasta. You know, you know or even here at Italy, right. we have more than two hundred different ones. Not wow. the, the simple spaghetti or the simple yep. penne, but you can discover for every region different wow. kind. And that is something nice as well. Yeah. That, you know, you can eat every day a different kind of pasta. And when the pasta is made with a good grain, mm-hmm. it's not bad for your body. Exactly. You know, because now there is all those problems about uh, carbs and whatever, but or uh, let's say when the, the quality of pasta is good, mm-hmm. you can eat uh, almost every day. And another thing that I like, the simple ingredient, you know, mm-hmm. for example, the extra virgin olive oil. In Italia we use a lot of extra virgin olive oil, even at Italy here we mm-hmm. use only extra virgin because it's better for your health, yeah. for your body. Of course we have butter and everything, but uh, you know, that is something that makes the, the taste very delicious, really digerable, and is typical for the Mediterranean diet. You know, those are the stuff that I like, and of course, eat in season. Yeah. Now that we are in... Uh, in uh, New York, mm-hmm. you know, all the airlines tomato they are coming from a state in New York, they are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's always beautiful to mix the origin of the Italian product with the local product. Mm, nice. This is what uh, we we also like uh, mm-hmm. like uh, to do because of course, fresh ingredient like meat, fish, uh, uh, produce, uh, fruits, uh, vegetable have to be local. Doesn't yeah. make any sense to import. Uh, from Italia and uh, we import and we have all the unique products mm-hmm. that's the Italians sour fare is better to do. So you're a chocolate guy? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, have, uh, I have a chocolate because uh, you know I like and <laughs> to go around the office and give right. the chocolate. <laughs> so like how many different types of Italian chocolates are here? Um, Ah, we have we have more than uh, let's say with chocolate more than three hundred different products, but seasonality we right. change in all, all over here. I think we arrive around five hundred. You know, 
chocolate of course is not a product the, the origin of the chocolate from Italia right. but uh, Italia became like very famous for the artisan chocolate and mm-hmm. you know we have one that is pretty unique that was let's say born in Italia is the Gianduia. Gianduia mm-hmm. is the, the chocolate made with hazelnut mm-hmm. and uh, again there is a, a nice story because uh, the hazelnut in this uh, uh, kind of chocolate was born again in Piedmont and in Torino. Torino is very famous again yeah. for the chocolatier mm-hmm. but you know after the second war when the chocolate was so expensive mm-hmm. but our region was full of hazelnut and the producer and everybody because they were poor they were cutting mm-hmm. the chocolate with the hazelnut paste because uh, this is why Gianduia mm-hmm. who is this mask typical carnival mask typical from Torino became a symbol of the Gianduia chocolate. Wow, I mean, I love that chocolate. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend's Italian and Sicilian, yeah. so okay. I, I have had that a lot. Yeah. I had no idea that's what the backstory yeah. was. Yeah, and wow. but you know, it's totally different than, for example, the, the chocolate that you have in Sicily. In Sicily, right. they have Chocolato Modicano. This is another kind of chocolate that mm-hmm. is more similar to the, uh, let's say, Mexican one. Mm-hmm. We also have Modicano chocolate. We have four different mm-hmm. producers, you know, with, we have chocolate from all over Italia <laughs> right. because every artisan make like a different, different kind of uh, chocolate. Wow. Yeah. So what are your favorite things to do when you're here at Italy? Uh, you know, I, right now what I like, I like to sit, you know, we have a restaurant, but we also we have a lot of counter. And in every counter, you can sit and see that our chefs are making food in front mm-hmm. of you. For example, last year we just opened this new concept that is in pastaio. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a difference between fresh pasta and yeah. pasta. Mm-hmm. There is no one better than the other one, but they are two totally different products. Mm-hmm. And we created this counter, you can check downstairs, where all day long they are our chef making the fresh pasta in front of you. Mm-hmm. You can order and they cook in front of you. That's I think is something yeah. nice to do. I like to sit there even by myself mm-hmm. and see how the creativity of the chef that yeah. keep the secret for our Italian chef or producer make mm-hmm. every day a new dish. The same at the fish counter or at the meat counter, but that is something that I really like when I come and when I see that Italy because it's nice and as I said before I was here with my daughter and Mm -hmm. uh, we were eating there and she said Papa can I make pasta home like your your friend (laughs) was doing because Mm -hmm. this is nice using your hand to make the pasta and to do everything I think is something nice Mm -hmm. and make food for wow. yourself uh, or for guests is always nice. Wow, that's so exciting. I mean, I come to Ely quite a lot to eat at the different areas between here and the one downtown. So it's, it's nice to always see something new and different and just to, like certain mineral waters that you guys have that are yeah. just, it's just you guys have so much of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and we are trying to be, you know, Italia has one of the largest biodiversity in food in mm. the world. Wow. We were a lucky and we are a lucky country because from the north to the south we had a, a little tongue mm-hmm. of land in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea yeah. with the tallest mountain in the north and a lot of sun in the south. Mm-hmm. And in the middle there are a lot of green area like Umbra and whatever. But the mix of the tallest mountain, all the wind mm-hmm. they are coming from different create like a huge biodiversity. Mm-hmm. We have more grapes than the French. We have more variety wow. of extra virgin olive oil, 
uh, olive story than uh, than all the rest of the world. We are more variety than cheeses, you know. Italy and also because uh, the beauty of Italy was was always conquered by different. Yeah. Yeah. Ethnic. And you know, the world, there is a perfect mix. Mm-hmm. You say that your boyfriend is from Sicily, and they always say that Sicily is the perfect example of a mix, was conquered by the Arabic, by the Spanish, by the North. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you go to Sicily, you have a lot of uh, uh, land mm-hmm. in the middle, and uh, with uh, pork, uh, meat, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have all the sea. Sicily was the the meal of Europe for centuries and is still like one of the highest biodiversity region in the world. I love Sicily not because you say that it's my second favorite region because the favorite is my region, Pino. I'm joking of course, but uh, you know, I I I love that and uh, that is uh, that is the beauty when you are uh, when you are in Sicily, you know, and also you have the sun and yeah. the sun, you know, help uh, the food to grow better. Wow, I had no idea about the depth of the biodiversity. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How do you guys, as just Italy, decide what comes in? Do you have like teams that go there to figure yeah. out? Yeah. No, of course, because we were born and our headquarters is still in Italia. Exactly. Now we are talking with us. That's is the headquarter for North uh, for North America, but we have a, a group of buyer. That's uh, always like uh, discover like a new product, a mm-hmm. new producer, and of course in those fifteen years, that's mm-hmm. the concept started fifteen years ago. We are always discovering new stuff. Mm-hmm. When we are allowed to export, because one of the problem in US, but not only US, mm-hmm. is not always easy to export everything yeah. from Italia. You know, sometimes I see that uh, sometimes someone is coming and say, "Ah, you don't have this," and they say, "Guys, uh, not because we don't have, we cannot have, yeah. but we still have uh, um, every every month new products are coming. You can come in the store and see new products. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the producer are so small, you know, the producer in Italia are very yeah. like a little familiar, and sometimes they are not ready yet to export and mm-hmm. to afford them. Not in terms of money, but really for paper and whatever to export in yeah. US. This is what uh, what we are doing, and of course uh, there are some items that uh, the people love the most, and they are always everywhere. But mm-hmm. as I say before, we are, we also uh, follow the seasonal yeah. and in which city you are. You know, here it's cold in the winter, and sometimes you have like more wintery exactly. products. In LA, you need like something different because it's always warm. can't wait to sit with you again to share another great story with you at Athleisure Kitchen. Athleisure Kitchen is a part of Athleisure Studio, our multimedia podcast network, which is a division of Athleisure Media and whose sister site is Athleisure Mad. Get the latest episode by listening, following, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Premium, Himalaya, or your preferred podcast platform. Find out additional information by checking out the show notes. You can stay in the loop on who future guests are by visiting us at athleisurestudio.com backslash athleisure kitchen and on Instagram at athleisure kitchen and at athleisure studio. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith. Athleisure Kitchen is executive produced by Paul Farkas and myself and is mixed by the team at Athleisure Studio. We'll be back with another episode, so make sure that you set an extra plate for us. 